Marvin Ham there, Lakers coach. After the Warriors kept their season alive last night. Sean Levine in tonight, Nick Ashew. Anthony Davis looks like he's going to play. They said pretty much under no circumstances. These are the quotes going around. Will he be sitting out that game? So it's he's massively important to this team. I think we've learned that, Sean, that LeBron James is now accepted. This is Anthony Davis's team. This is what he wanted. He wanted to kind of go ahead and pass the torch a little bit. LeBron's averaging 22 points and five assists in the playoffs. He's not putting up big numbers. It's all about Anthony Davis, and he looks and tries to find his guys, and that is what they are going to need. The Los Angeles Lakers cannot win this series without Anthony Davis playing at an elite level because the Warriors are too smart, and they know exactly how to handle these situations, and they've been here time and time again. I ain't going to lie, my guy. After last night, I wonder even if Anthony Davis does come back completely healthy if the Lakers can win this series. Like I'm starting to think after watching that game last night, and maybe I was just – a little bit groggy. It was getting a little bit late. I had a couple of pops. But, dude, I'm thinking now, all right, they're the Golden State Warriors. They're the defending champions. They're, at this point, the healthier team, right? When you talk about the Lakers, yep. obviously after what happened to Anthony Davis. And on top of that, Clay Thompson hasn't been Clay Thompson. He's got 34 points, Nick, Not in the last three games. I've seen that guy have 34 points in a quarter one time. So it feels He's like Golden absolute State hasn't played for the Warriors. He's an absolute That's 11 points a game on 30% shooting his last three games. He has been an absolute liability for the Warriors. And we have to assume, I mean, we're not talking about a rookie here. We're not talking about Andrew Wiggins, who's been inconsistent throughout his entire career. We're talking about half the Splash Brothers. So when you break it down with a microscope, you got two games left if you want to play Golden State to win the series now. You got to think at some point, Clay Thompson is going to turn back into Clay Thompson. They are the reigning champions, and Anthony Davis is banged up. So I hear what you're saying with Anthony Davis. It's the Lakers' only hope. What I'm telling you is, even if he is healthy, I'm kind of talking myself now into playing the Golden State side of things. I This just feels like a Golden State win. Uh, it really does. They're two-and-a-half-point dogs on the road in L.A. And the one issue is we know that Jordan Poole will once again disappear because they're on the road. But Andrew Wiggins, you need more from Andrew Wiggins again. If Clay can just go out and get you, let's say, 18 points and shoot a reasonable uh, percentage from three. Like, I don't even need Clay to go off for 30 in this. You need him to just be somebody that's hitting enough shots where the defense can't collapse on Steph every single play to the point where the Warriors have nobody else as an option. But this just feels, yeah, it feels like one of those games where the Warriors have no pressure on them. They're on the road. They're already down in this series because they don't, like, pressure doesn't bother them anymore. They've seen everything. They just had the same situation in the last series, right? They've come down from, they've come back multiple times from down three games to one in series. So you're right. This would be nothing new. And in the case of Clay, I can't believe I'm saying this, but you're taking bad shots. I know that him and Steph are bad shot takers and they're also bad shot makers. So you just kind of let it go. But if you're Clay Thompson and they're not going down, I know this guy named Steph Curry who's actually pretty good at shooting the basketball. So don't go out there and give us those, whatever you were saying, three for 11, four for 15 type shots. Get the rock to somebody else. So I agree with you. As long as Clay Thompson does not shoot the Warriors out of a game, there's no reason they don't go out there and win this game. And then, man, and then what do you think the line looks? Let's just spin the wheels forward if that does happen toward a game okay. seven. What do you well, think here, that line looks like? What is the What does game six look like, though, in your, your hypothetical situation? Is it a Warriors blowout? Is it a close game? Give me. Let's paint a picture first of how game six goes. Most likely way game six goes to you first. What is it? Well, now that we have the Anthony Davis news where he's coming back and he's definitely going to be there and all that stuff, Anthony Davis during the postseason at times has been both the best 
and maybe the worst superstar where he just disappears at times, right? Just you don't notice him on the court. And then all of a sudden, the dude has a quarter where he has 12 points and eight boards. And you're like, wait, I, I don't even remember him being in this game. Right. I wish I knew which version of that guy I was going to get. I tend to think you're probably going to get a little bit of a hesitant Anthony Davis, right? Coming off of this mm-hmm. type of an injury, maybe playing with a lot of pressure, knowing that, as you pointed out, Nick, the truth is he's become the most important p- p- player for the Lakers at this point. As good as LeBron is, this team goes as Anthony Davis does. So, man, that dude has a ton of pressure on him. I don't know. It might be a little bit too much. I think Golden State wins this game, and I don't even – you know, I think they probably win it by six, seven points pretty comfortably. I think that's the most likely scenario for tomorrow night. All right, Anthony Davis points, 24.5, minus 110 over, minus 120 to the under. Rebounds are 13.5. Does he go over either or both of those numbers? under because you always have and i hate to say it you've he's an often injured player man he is always on the sidelines and coming off of an injury like that who knows so i think i like the unders on both of those props Uh, anthony davis and lebron james are playing way too many minutes and we're starting to see that catch up lebron's 38 years old i mean i'm younger than him and i already need a kid to mow my lawn because it exhausts me so i just don't want to do it anymore (laughs) so you can imagine how tired even lebron james is right now anthony davis you see him wearing down you're seeing we've gone this long stretch without a major injury from him and i don't want injuries to any player in the nba you start looking around going this has that feel of he's getting the bumps and bruises and things are just like the basketball gods are getting ready to sprinkle another injury on him. So let's say he goes under both of those. He's got like 18 and 11. All right. Decent game, but the Lakers lose at least two possessions. Like you pointed out six, seven points, whatever it is. I think at that stage, if that's how things go around that realm, you're going back to a game seven in San Francisco. It's the golden state warriors against the Lakers. One, the ratings are going to be Massive in that. Have you seen the ratings for the series so far? I mean, they are. The NBA is ecstatic that this was their matchup, without question. They were praying for the Kings to lose so you could have this happen. But if you've got that scenario, I think you're probably looking at at least maybe Warriors minus four and a half, maybe five and a half. I mean, there's going to be a lot of respect for this team. Remember, we talked about them and their series price, right? The series price gave them heading into the last night. They were plus 350, which works out to like, what, I think a 21% win probability of the series. But a team that's down 3-1 only has won the series, what, 4% of the time since they've actually, like, since that's ever happened in the history of the NBA. So you've got all this, a much higher win probability for the Warriors being down 3-1 than what the record and what the history says a team in that position has in terms of the odds of them coming back from a 3-1 deficit. You throw all that in there, shows you it's the Warriors and people view them differently. Just like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in their prime, just like the Spurs, they were another team. I mean, even the Heat, we're talking about the Heat culture right now. The Warriors are on the next level out of all of those. So there's a lot of respect for that. I think you're looking at probably a four and a half, five and a half Warriors advantage. I'm with you there. I definitely, I think everybody would agree that they're not the same Warriors, even if they were last year, right? Like, let's say that they do end up somehow coming out of this series. First of all, good for you if you ended up getting in on that bet last night for them to win the series. And second of all, I think we can all see that this run is sort of coming to an end. But Nick, I think if it does come down to a game seven, if we're both right, Golden State pulls it off. They win the game by one, they win the game by 100, right? It goes back to San Francisco. The line's five and a half. I think it's bigger than that, man. I think that game alone could basically begin to separate 
the overall greatness, the way that we look at Steph Curry versus LeBron James. And I know that most people, you know, we've heard the LeBron, Michael Jordan, those comparisons are lame. But I think that Steph Curry needs to get compared more often to LeBron James. And I'm not talking about stats necessarily or championships or shooting the ball from 10 feet on the three-point line or, you know, LeBron being one of the most entertaining dunkers. I'm just talking about overall. It feels like there's an argument to be made that if somehow Steph Curry can bring his team back head-to-head against LeBron James, both at this point in their careers, and then you'd have to move on, right? You'd probably have to go on and cash in and get another ring. But if he does, and he has five, he being Steph, knocks out LeBron, LeBron has four in comeback fashion, I don't know, man. And then in history, we might be talking about Steph Curry before we talk about LeBron James. Is that crazy? I. So here's what I will say. Steph has evolved the game more in this era than LeBron has. But LeBron James is more iconic, and LeBron James has changed the business of this league, and LeBron's a better player. Like, it's just not. You does can that say not, does, Steph... Does that, not, does, does, that, does that narrative not change, though, if Steph wins three games head-to-head, basically at the same point in their career, goes on to win another championship? You still are going, shaking your head. Sounds like you're still going, oh, well, I'm still more impressed with LeBron. No, because, How? because this, goes back to the, this goes back to the lazy argument that people have with Jordan versus LeBron. And I don't want to go down the road on that. We can yell about that over the summer if we want. It's, it's always going to be there. But we got time. everybody sits here and talks about Jordan being six for six in the finals. But compared to the teams that he's played versus the teams LeBron has played. Now, the Heat, there was at least two years, maybe three, where they were the best team in the NBA. And his first time in the finals, that loss that was bad. 17 points a game. Against, it was just a bad series that first year with the Heat. But you look at the time in Cleveland, his second stint there, going up against Steph. You talk about all those head-to-head matchups. The Warriors, night and day better than those Cavs teams, especially the last time when they got swept to the fourth time they played in the finals. Steph is a phenomenal player, but you look in those finals, LeBron had way better numbers. And LeBron, especially that first time they played in, what, 2015, he almost, I mean, he was looked at as a potential MVP and they were going to lose the series. I mean, he was averaging 35 points a game. The Cavs were actually up 2-1 in that series against the Warriors. So you, you, if anybody tries to pull that conversation out, they're just trying to stir up S, right? They're stirring up, they're stirring up a pot of you-know-what, and they're trying to get everybody to buy into it and click on it because it's nowhere close. Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, and Steph Curry has evolved this era of the NBA the way Shaq evolved his era, right? The game changed. Teams build their rosters around that specific player. But LeBron James is just the better player. And he's had to go through teams that are just better than the teams that he's been on. Especially with J.R. Smith looking around, not knowing how many timeouts left. And time's on there, and he's freaking out. Like, he's had to deal with some dopes on his rosters. Now, some of it's his fault because he helps build those rosters. But I, I, I can't. I couldn't put Steph Curry over LeBron James into that conversation. I just couldn't. Well, also, don't forget, Steph, for what it's worth, and I know we're talking about individual greatness here, you mentioned that he's that, that, that at a time, you know, this guy's had a better team around him. Or LeBron went running, right? LeBron went here. LeBron went yeah. there. LeBron went from Miami to L.A. to back to Cleveland. So he basically pick and chose, all right, I like this team. I like this roster. This guy's going to come here. Steph Curry stayed in place, and that team was, that franchise was awful before he got there. So I only here's the only thing I'm going to say. When you talk about the impact that he had, and I love it because it's totally true, right? Like Shaq completely changed the game because of his style of play, and Steph Curry has completely changed the game because of his style of play. But when you say that, Nick, it's true, but it's also a little bit disrespectful because it feels like this is the credit that I'm going to give Steph Curry compared to, to LeBron James. LeBron's the better player. Steph is the player that changed the game more. I think there's an argument to be made that Steph is the player that changed the game more and that Steph is just the better basketball player. 
And I know you can go with numbers, you can go with championships, you can break it down however you want. And I also understand that this is not the common argument that people make, which is why I'm saying right now, he was down three games to one. It's head-to-head, right? They both are four championships in. They both have probably got maybe a couple of years left in their prime. It feels like this is the chance for a little bit of separation if one of them is able to win the series head-to-head and then go on at this point in their career and win another championship. So I agree with everything you said. LeBron James right now, better resume, better player, better everything, unless unless Steph takes him out this series, down three games to one, goes on, and wins another championship. Then I'm putting Steph ahead of him. I mean, if Steph puts up 50 in the next two games, then yeah, you're going to certainly have that conversation. But you still go back right, to, dog. like, right. okay, yeah, Steph, LeBron LeBron jumped around and, and, and Steph stayed. But yeah, LeBron would be smart enough to not leave that Warriors organization. I know they were bad when Steph Curry first got there, but Steph early in his career wasn't an MVP. There were times where in the fourth quarter of games, his ankles hurt too much and he wasn't efficient enough. And they were, start, they were putting AC Law on the floor in the fourth quarter and not Steph Curry. So Steph has come a long way from where he was and where that organization was. So you, you can't weigh it. Like Jordan never left the Bulls. Player movement was a little bit different back then, but Jordan also didn't leave the Bulls because you had Scottie Pippen. You had a team that even with all of your disagreements with the front office, you knew you had a championship team that was built there. You got that with the Warriors. You didn't get that with the Cavs. You got that with the Heat for a while, and LeBron saw them aging and at least went back to Cleveland. The Lakers, this is him just wrapping up his career. It's like Jerry Rice in a Raiders uniform, except LeBron still at more of like the peak of his game versus Jerry Rice kind of ready to retire at that point. We're just not used to seeing a player 20 years into their career still playing at an almost or if right at an MVP level like LeBron James is. So he's scrutinized more as opposed to, oh, it's fun watching him ride his career out. And that goes back to the longevity that we've talked about with him before too. But LeBron's got to step up. LeBron has to have a massive game for the Lakers. I mean, I especially if Anthony Davis is not 100%, LeBron's sitting there with nine and a half rebounds. I would. I, I, he really needs like a triple double game. He he really he really needs to come out, get you over twenty six and a half points. It needs to be about LeBron in Game Six if they want to hold that hold on and move on. It's funny you say that, man. I actually played LeBron to get a triple double last night just because I like the numbers, and we've seen yeah. that a couple of different times from dudes so far in the postseason. And, and I'm with you there. Like it comes down to we talk a lot about all these different role players when you're playing props and you know trying to grab some guy coming off the bench to knock down one three, whatever it is. Those are fun bets to make. But ultimately, if you're talking about the teams advancing at this point, same thing we're saying. If Jalen Brown goes off tonight and has you know 35 points, and Jason Tatum has 38 points then I like their chances. If they don't, man, I don't know if they're going to win that game. Same thing with Philly. Like, you need your superstars to play big. So, I do like the props. I like the over props on LeBron. I already told you, I don't love the overs on Anthony Davis tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah.